Hi everyone, this is Connor. Hi everyone, this is Roshi. And welcome to the Knowledge College Podcast. Go. Like, like. That was such a good intro. Yeah. We'll work on our intro. All right? Yeah, we'll work on it. <laughs> Although, to be fair, I do think that today may be something that we will reference in the future. So this could be, obviously, right now we have an audience of two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, most important too but. yes we've an audience of two but perhaps this will be a podcast that we or a concept that we reference in the future mm. and basically okay so what we're going to do is we've just finished our our lazy man's fitness guide or the lifelong fitness for men and in there we have a concept based primarily around if you want to be fit for your entire life the people you surround yourself with are the most important thing they'll have the biggest influence <coughs> on your behavior which mm. which will in turn then have the biggest influence on your results which is in that book was all about lifelong fitness mm. and today or here now what roshin and i are going to talk about is our ideas around building a community building a tribe and why that's so important yes and another big part of this, I suppose, Roshin, let me start off mm. with the first place I heard this. Now, we just mentioned the last podcast, and I think that intuitively you might understand this, although it really doesn't come to your brain, really. But the first place I heard about this was the whole idea was that if you take the five people that you spend the most time with in your life, you're the result of those five people yeah you're the average isn't it you're the you're average, the average. Of five there people, you go. isn't that there it? You yeah go. and that happens automatically and it mm -hmm. must happen roshin because humans are such social beings that we just fall into the same routines patterns behaviors and thinking that mm -hmm. the people we spend most time with it's just an automatic process yeah should they even say um even say women's menstrual cycles align when they spend time together yeah. like i mean we're completely connected Come to the on, others that's, that's, that's the reality that's a bit tmi yeah. to be honest oh, it's not tmi <laughs> oh how old are you <laughs> tmi a, if you're 12 this is a podcast about the knowledge college not women's issues <laughs> not how women are freaks i know you're joking but i'm not joking you I no, don't feel. Oh, no, I do. I do. No, no, that's crazy. Like that's unreal. But no, yeah, no, and and yeah, and we we know from us cycling in and out. Well, I we both know cycling in and out of different groups. Mm. How you're impacted and how you think you you think even when you think you you've reached an untouchable stage that you won't be influenced. Then you're like, your shit is blown wide open again. You're like, God mm. damn it, I'm so influenced. Yeah, mm. yeah, a hundred percent. So what do you think, Roshin? What I what popped into my head there is that we could yeah. look at this, and we haven't explained this right now, but this is mm -hmm. perhaps it's got to be up there, but one of the most important concepts that you will ever learn or think about in your mm -hmm. life. Because if you are able to use your brain, your neocortex, use that part mm -hmm. of your brain to plan out and to integrate into the groups with the people that you want to be like, think like, mm -hmm. then if you can just insert yourself or build a community or befriend people 
that have similar interests to you, then you'll reach whatever goal or whatever result that you want automatically. Mm. Yeah. And but conversely, if you just fall into <clears throat> certain groups that you're not consciously choosing, you will automatically become like those groups. And therefore, it, mm. you, sorry, go ahead. No, uh, no, you're. I, I'm not. I, I, you know, summary. I, I agree with what you're saying. I wasn't. I was just like, yes. And yeah. I was about to say, it's the whole. But you have to understand again. This is where the whole thing is, Connor. That you, you know, you, people have this concept that they're completely in control and they have their yes. own, and their and their only thing that matters is how much willpower they have, and yeah. they only see things outside willpower, and they don't understand the it's almost like they think they have more power than they do yeah, so yeah. they don't and you've always said to me you need to use the tiny amount of willpower you have because your willpower is the most mm. reju- or the weakest power yeah. you have to to set up the big players mm. i.e the environment the people around you and and you know and as we said use the social then use the social influences to your advantage but that means you have to step it you have to choose the social areas yeah Yeah. absolutely yeah that's where you use the willpower to choose the environment you're going to put yourself in that will take care of everything Mm. yeah absolutely and i'm sure that's really common amongst self-help gurus to be fair Mm. and psychologists obviously and sociologists but just a little bit of recency bias where i'm going through the wyatt woodsmall and evan pagan one of their courses and they Mm. talk a lot about this and i think that they do a great job of explaining how what word would i use not vulnerable but how influenced we are how okay as you said there how susceptible susceptible, that's perfect Mm. how susceptible we are from to the outside environment but how little how powerless we are powerless oh stop yes trash and for some reason (laughs) for some reason the brain needs to our brains convince us I don't know why it want, our brains want to keep us in ignorance, but our brains convince us that we have all this free will and power and that we're in control. Mm. Our brains like to give us that idea. Now, I don't know if that is a societal thing, if it's indoctrinated, or if that is the normal, or if it's a result of the culture that we're in. But everyone is walking around in the world thinking that they're in control of their lives and their thoughts and their actions and behaviours. Where in reality, you're not. <laughs> so hard to know isn't it because i think if i'm to look back i think it's cause of you know all you see yourself in school is that you're you're bright or you're not or mm. you're you know if you're told you're intelligent then and you do well you think you just think i'm so smart there's nothing mm. else to know outside this <laughs> like i don't yeah. but i don't know if that's a function of schooling or being smart i I would think that not that everyone, even people who would be considered low IQ, yeah, yeah, yeah still think right, that yeah. they are right. Their point of view is the they don't understand. There's other point of views. Yeah. They think that they have free will and that they are able to do whatever they want to do, or that their thoughts are their own, yeah. their behaviors are their own. What See, you you're given, and and as well as that, yeah, Connor, you're given a kind of a, but you're given a box that you, you don't think, of, like, you know, they talk about don't think outside the box. Mm. I do think we're given, we're presented with a box. Yes. Definitely. And 
within the box you can go you know I, I you're so right in that like you can you can I don't know you you can only think to the level that the of the box given to you or something yeah. and then, no, and you think you're super smart if you're at the top of the box but yeah. you still the box is this tiny thing yeah. in yeah. the entire universe you know but yeah. you you are under the illusion that you're at the top of the box I don't yeah. know so yes. no you're right you're so right even as you said it's the less you know if you're at least less I don't know the low lower IQ or average IQ or mm. something you're right you still have a a cockiness or an arrogance mm. as to what mm. you know like no yes. matter where you're right whatever level you're at you you think you're maybe it's the ego, Roshin. Maybe it's the ego <laughs> yeah. that everyone has this ego that makes them want to feel like they're right, that their perspective is right, and so on and yeah. so forth. But look, that's not yeah, really yeah, that's what we want to get into today. This conversation, yeah. No, no, it's still really interesting. I think what just what came to mind there, I'd like to hear what you think. I think what came to what I think about this mm. subject where with where we are today is that there are two places that you and I want to create a community. The first is you could call it selfish, but I'm not. Obviously, it feeds into the bigger picture too. Mm. Is that you and I want to create a community, a tribe, an environment mm. that makes us better people in all the areas that we want to be better? Yeah. Whether that's with our behavior, our food, our movement, our thinking, in particular with the Knowledge College here, we want to create an environment that fosters learning. And, deve and right. development mm. in all mm. areas, mm. not just not just in our knowledge, but me and mental capacities, but also emotional development, spiritual development, so on. That's mm. more on a personal level. We mm. want to create a tribe that does that. But then, obviously, we have a secondary benefit: is that we want to make a We want to foster building a tribe here that makes. A, that has benefits for the community for the greater mm. the greater community and how mm. we can facilitate a tribe excuse me that gets us to a level where we can contribute most to whoever to whomever obviously we always say contribute to the world that's a big picture idea i know but, but the strength in numbers you know and mm. it seems like the most power is in a, a tribe and we understand that that's how we evolve so we're just trying to get back where we think is the most has the big like a tribe has maybe the biggest leverage to create powerful change i think mm -hmm. yes absolutely and there's such power in these mindsets if you mm. are within a tribe who who that or sorry that facilitates those mindsets it just mm. becomes a part of who you are and you start thinking differently and behaving differently and that just becomes your new norm yeah, if and it gives you, as well as that, I just think as well as that, Connor, that on that basic human biological or neurophysiological level, you feel like um, we, we know that we need to feel, if we feel in a tribe, then we feel safe to kind of explore and take risks if you feel like you still belong to the tribe. So mm. I think, you know, that it, it allows you just go further with everything if you mm. do belong to a tribe. Mm. Absolutely. I was also thinking there as well, mm. before we actually talk about what we want to do in our current lives in terms of building tribes and before we get into how we are thinking about this in terms of the Knowledge College, maybe we could talk about an example from our lives 
of how this impacted us. I mean, for me, as you mm. know, for me, the big one was was my upbringing and with football. Yeah. And basically, the tribe that I grew up in was basically so obviously we're from Ireland here, and I grew up in a in a community where the number one area of life that was most important within the tribe that I grew up in was football Mm. more important Mm. than family more important than religion more important than relationships football was the number was at the top Mm. of the value system Mm. within that tribe and I got sucked into that tribe especially I think from the ages of let's say 9, 10 up until 18, 19, 20, where that was my entire life because that was the value system within the tribe. Being winning, being the best footballer. So, what I talk, so the football that we play in Ireland is Gaelic mm. football. And I don't know, it's like a hybrid between, you could say, soccer and rugby. It's just a sport. Mm. Whatever, it's just a sport. And best sport in the world. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. And as you know, Roisin, my father is obsessed mm. with football. So my role model, obviously your biggest role model growing up, well not obviously, but for most people your biggest role model growing up is your parents. And my biggest role model was my father and his mm. values in his value system. Mm. Football is the epicenter of your um what mm. you want to achieve in your life but also in my community yeah my my friend circles my environment everything was revolving revolving around sport so as i grew up roshi nothing else mattered to mm. me and here's the important part of this so i spent a good 10 years of my life obsessed with football and i reached the top of that field just because that was all i could think about but then i started to get injured and what happened then was I ended up moving to America for two years. And for the first time in my life, I was removed from that environment. I was removed from that tribe. Mm. Now, as it happened, the reason I went to America was because I got a lot of injuries and I wasn't able to resolve them here in Ireland or with the gurus or sorry, the physicians and physios and surgeons in around my locality. And then I went on this journey of trying to find all of the best movement people, pain relief people around the world. And that led me to America. So I was still in the mindset of being the best footballer in Ireland. But what happened then was, as you know, when I moved to America, I was finally outside the tribe that I grew up in. And as soon as I was outside the tribe that I grew up in, I was no longer completely under the influence of that tribe. Mm. and long story short I was in America maybe a year and a half and at this stage I was still thinking obviously focused towards football but because I had now gone outside of my tribe I had been able to open up my thinking a little bit I was involved with I was surrounded by people who hadn't heard of football who didn't care about football who had different value systems and that opened my mind up a little bit to think a little bit differently and then one day as I was journaling as you know I just had this epiphany where this question came into my head was do I even want to play football anymore because I'd been Mm. unhappy the last few years 
playing mm. because I was getting these injuries and for various reasons it wasn't really fulfilling me anymore but I had never asked the question why I was I unhappy did I even want to do it because the reality I had grew up in was this is the only thing you're going to do this is the only thing that's important for the mm-hmm. rest of your life so the idea of questioning that was not even an idea that came into my head until I was removed from the environment. Yes, it's unbelievable, isn't it? And you think, and but, and I think your so it shows both the power to keep a behaviour going if it's helping you. Like you know that just by being in the group in itself made mm. you continue to play football for years and years and years, mm. be unbelievable at the top of your game in it. So it it, it kept that going mm. without you again your brain consciously going into it and only then yeah did, did it just then it shows you the power of just stepping out it's and unreal, to step out it's, it's like a spell it Roshin, it's unreal the level of indoctrinated you're yeah. so indoctrinated and brainwashed you unreal. have no concept that you are brainwashed you just but, yeah but what's i just thought mind i'm just only after you've seen that it's just that it's so interesting because the spell can work either way you can use the spell spell of the group to Mm. make you do something maybe that you want to do without any effort it's effortless yes Yes. or are you or but equally you gotta step out if you if you the only way to break out of the spell is to step out yeah and this is what we talked about at the start of this so this is good that we kind of have this story because at the start of this we said if you don't consciously choose your groups you're going to fall into the behaviors that you of the groups that you're within and you won't even know you don't (laughs) even know you don't even know so i can't explain Mm. the level of indoctrination i mean i don't know i'm sure other people I'm sure it happens to everyone, but mm. I can't even explain, really, I'd have to think harder and maybe write out some thoughts, the mindset that I had growing up in terms of nothing else mattered I know. except football. And maybe, maybe other people have that in terms of success or money or having a, yeah. fam- having a family, which actually is seems like a more healthy mindset to have. But yeah. it's unreal how because of my influences in life my value system was completely shaped and i was completely unaware of the value system because that was just the reality i mean you said in the last podcast or two you accept the reality that's presented to you mm. so i i grew up in this reality i knew nothing different and i put my entire life and soul into that reality until I was forced to stop through injury and I would have continued in that reality my entire life probably on um only sorry I just got yeah yeah only for I was fortunate to be removed from the reality and then I had a chance to see a different reality yes it's on yes I know yeah so that's the that's the basic premise of that and that's what we're talking about today is Whatever group you're in, you will become that group. Absolutely. And again, I don't, will I, will I say, I don't, it's like this, there's so many examples in my own life, Connor. Will, do you think, do you want me to talk about, uh, um, I don't know, even moving from speech and language to to taking out of speech and language and back to speech and language? Yes, that's great. Um, So, 
So I, yeah, so I, yeah, it's tricky. I went from, I don't know, I, I worked, I did the normal, my influence um, from home was, I had a bit, we'll, we'll talk about those, the childhood stuff and other days such, but mm. my whole influence um, from home would have been, you know, kind of, you do the normal thing, of course, you go to school, it was really important, what was valued in my home from my dad, we'll say, was being smart mm. and and being a really good social socialite, extremely, no, when I say socialite, I don't mean going out, I mean like really high skills to be able to talk to anyone of any age, to be able to make anyone laugh from any age, to mm. make anyone feel comfortable from any age. So the summary is now, I only realise in latter times, you know, how much that's a, a, just a, this weird skill set I have to protect myself. But anyway, mm. the summary is I did the, I need, a, a big value of mine was I needed to be smart. I needed to get, be good in school. Mm. I needed to go into a career that, said I was good in school mm. yeah basically in social situations Roisin mm. you're like this social ninja butterfly who can I, insert yourself into any social situation and be the life you can create all of this social value in any situation yeah um, and I, I, I used to think it was though but so funny Connor as you know I've only realized this in the last four years and now I call myself or I call myself the performer. I'm or I'm the yeah. best clown. Yeah. Like, because and I and I, that sounds so hard. <laughs> but I, you know, I I don't even like that part of myself. <laughs> Which you know, I, maybe that's for another day. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But I'll just to talk about. Yeah. So the summary is: I went into um, a job that I later discovered. The main reason for even being attracted to that career was because it it may it defined I didn't it, it without me having to say anything the job in itself said that I had got a good leave insert mm. that I must be smart that I must be a respectable young woman and mm. um, it said so just the job alone said so much mm. and I don't care there's I, I understand anyone in my profession is gonna go what's this girl talking about and mm. I'm like bullshit this <laughs> is reality <laughs> don't even bullshit us mm. because every so being a speech and language therapist people imagine it, it's like you know, oh, this it's, mm. it's just helping people and it's so lovely. And mm. But the summary is, Connor, I would have had to, obviously I studied for four years to be a speech and language therapist. You know, that was my qualification. I did the schooling. I got the leaving. I, I followed the system, got the good leave insert. I got the good course. I studied the course. I got the qualification. It took me four years. I was like, you know, now I'm skilled to be a speech and language therapist after four years, right? Yeah. And then... Now, somewhere along the lines of that, I met you, and I suppose this is where you stepped into my five people around me, yes. you know, that are the average. So I would have started to be, and, and it's, and it's, it's, and even when we say, we use the number, it's five people, but let's say within your environment, you had, a, you had your five people, which include Teresa. So then I guess, mm. you know, a little bit of the diluted version of them, their influence on you, on me then as well, you know, I'm just, yeah, yeah. so let's say then I stepped, the summary was I met you along the line and then I 
over the course of the first year of us being together, we slowly, you know, came to this conclusion yeah. that I would start working with you and, yeah. you know, drop speech and language, which was terrifying. But of course, you were, uh, you know, um, a strong influence on me at that stage. So I had, you know, you, you gave me protection in yeah. that sense. You were a tribe. So mm. I had protection to take a risk. Um, that's why I nearly feel like, you know, that's what some of the power tribe is. But the summary was anyway, then I gave up speech and language. And during that time, you know, we had done an awful lot of self-learning together, kind of realize learning about cells, learning about people. And during that time, we were thinking, you know, how do we facilitate helping people, you know, move, I don't know, think better about their lives become more I suppose awake in their lives help it be have a better lifestyle be it health be it you know relationships be it um their their own emotions their own you know how they how they see themselves their belief systems you know I felt I had done an awful lot of learning on self and felt that I had a lot of skills in that area and but at the same time there's I, I would have I had zero inverted commas qualifications mm. you know who am I to who who do I think I am being advising anyone so the summary is we decided that we would look at coaching yeah. as you know a personal coaching um about lifestyle health relationships fitness etc so mm. Um, we looked at would I become a health coach and uh, like the, I can't tell you the blockages in my brain about how in God's name I was supposed to just you would be like Roisin you don't have to have a qualification to have to change people's lives for the better or to to for things to result in a positive outcome mm. whereas I kind of had that like bottom I don't know bottom up approach of no in order to know anything you have to study you have to have a qualification granted to you by a national board <laughs> who says you you have the skills to talk to someone else about something mm. so as opposed to just being like Roisin I know you have you let's see if you can influence people without studying or influence people or help people for the better, get positive results in their life, change their lives for the better without having a qualification. And I would have been, I was like, this lad is smoking crack. Like it does not. And I, even at the time I was even thinking, no, Connor, I like, you know, he's maybe, maybe he can do that. But I mean, I can't do that. Or, yeah. you know, Connor has all these, you know, skills that I couldn't possibly do. You know, I, I, I don't know if I'm butchering this story. No, no, Connor, that's good. The story is like, even though it makes sense in your head that who makes up the rules to say you're qualified, you're not qualified to help someone. Yeah. You still, when you're in the traditional system, you think yeah. I have to be, I have to do four years to be able to tell anyone anything yeah. and it's hilarious because actually the curriculum is this tiny tiny it's a, it's the, it's within the box that you're given i suppose yeah. no so absolutely yeah 
so the summary is I had to take this chance of I know obviously I didn't go into coaching without obviously studying but it wasn't like I studied it was independent learning it wasn't a university course that I went to which is all I thought you could get education from at the time Connor I thought Mm. unless you went to a university you can't learn anything really Yes, yes so one but then I did my own independent learning then as you said you well you kind of I had it was the push from you. I was like, oh, my God, Connor believes I can do this. I have to do this. Mm. <laughs> so that, but that gave me the push to be like. You had to rest. You were gone. Basically, you would roll up. <laughs> <laughs> that was the motivation. Nothing that else. That was the motivation. <laughs> this is why you set yourself up uh, in a situation where your boyfriend will break up with you if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Then you'd have the, no tribe. But the thing, yeah, <laughs> great. So basically it was do it or death, i.e. exclusion from the tribe. Mm. No, but the summary is then I had took a chance. You have to take the risk. And mm. then I started coaching. And then yeah. I I was having positive influence on people. Yeah. And then your brain blows open. Yeah. yeah. And then the whole belief system that you had previously is blown open. Yeah. But then I know kind of we're talking about the tribe influence and I hope I haven't went Mm. on the wrong tangent a little bit anyway the story was Connor and in that time that I was coaching the influence I had a tribe of I'll say like ultimately it was a small tribe it was you and it was your sister Ashling, and it was I had a little bit not as obviously as often as you or Ashling, but Teresa would be in and out of my life at that time as well Mm. but the summary was you were my tribe Mm. everything became easy in terms of just constantly even taking more risk, learning yeah. more, thinking outside the box more. In terms of my movement, all we ever did was walk and talk. And or I don't mean to say all we ever did, but that was the most natural thing in our routine. Everything about my food became seamless. I never was effortful. I just ate the way we all ate, which mm-hmm. was all, we were all in this together, nutrient-dense so excited about good putting good food into our bodies you know there was no I didn't have to think about even food never was the easiest thing in the world good movement was the easiest thing in the world because that's all we all did Mm. never thought about it and then that was all great and for that was my tribe at the time only after did I reflect on that but for you know different reasons for or another and different financial and different life commitments I had to I had to return to speech and language and then entered this massive, I'd never been in such a a large speech and language therapy working group, which was, um, and sorry, just to give context, I worked for three years in speech and language, did two years then as a health coach, went back to speech and language. This is a huge speech and language therapy girl group, huge tribe, Mm. like in 22 speech therapists, which doesn't seem like a big deal, but I would have only ever worked in smaller groups of, three speech therapists where I wasn't as influenced because I think it was a smaller tribe and I wasn't as, um, I just, um, I don't know. I, I was attached to different tribes at, at pre, pre going into coaching, but the summary was this speech therapy tribe. I was so small, Connor coming out of the tribe with you and Teresa. I thought yeah. I am changed. I will yes. not eat shit food again i will never be be, be care what 
people think of me again. I will never... Um, how hilarious is it that people snack? How, yeah. how hilarious is it that you'd feel bad if you weren't eating the same as everybody else? Yeah. I cannot tell you the level of smugness I had, Connor. I felt I had figured it <laughs> It was, no, you know it. Yeah. And, and I had not only that, I coached people. I had, to, it was, that was even the most, where you feel like the biggest fraud. I coached people in that way of life in, in the healthy way of life and had to come to a place where I thought it was easy yeah. you know and then I would go back into this environment and over time it's like the boiling of the frog my habits slowly changed back to not as good food being quite stressed if I wasn't you know doing the same as everybody else feeling like oh shit back to more inside the box thinking can't take a risk here what will people think of me mm. no can't needing to feel completely approved of by that group mm. have to be approved by that group even though i was like no no what well, the real roshin and the roshin that's enlightened now is is outside that no no that <laughs> approval from you know the bit a, 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 a speech and language thing that i didn't think was where i need my gifts were the biggest but i was like no 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 it's really important that i do this speech and language project this is the most important thing in my life in this moment mm. do you know so i don't know if i'm giving i don't know if i butchered that story connor but the summary is that was great influence i can't you you are never free of the influence of the group yeah. it is bullshit exactly. you are, it doesn't matter how enlightened you get you can be i don't know jesus himself and <laughs> you will influenced by i know like, but you i yeah. just think you can't underestimate it you have to you ha it's this is where as you said the tiny bit of willpower you have has to be in choosing the group you go into yes exactly that's the yeah. whole point that yeah. is exactly the whole point of this roshin yeah. and basically <clears throat> if we wrap this um these stories up what they basically yeah. say is that you become your tribe yeah you, you do you become your tribe it's not something that you can use your willpower to change yourself whatever group you're in you become that group and basically the first group that we all are born into is our family group our yes. parents <clears throat> for some people it could be caregivers it could be single parents it could be whatever but you don't choose your initial uh, tribe that no. is your tribe and then from there you branch out to your friends and your school and your community and stuff like that and <clears throat> excuse me as i said most of us or all of us we are put in a tribe and we become that tribe and then we from most of us just live out the values of that tribe for our entire lives because we don't have the perspective. We've been never given the perspective that that is actually a thing that we're just mm. thinking like the group. We don't actually, we, we don't actually know that that's a thing. And you and I were extremely lucky to where we had life events that gave us perspective to mm. we could we could then look at our behavior and we could see hold on a sec like for me i bring it back to the football example mm. the reason i was playing football and was obsessed with it was not a conscious decision it's because no. of the tribe i was brought up into and when i finally understood that it's like just to finish off my own story Roshin, mm. when I, that day when i asked myself do i really want to play football and finally it was this 
It was this enlightening epiphany, a moment where all of a sudden I could see the answer was just obvious to me all along. The answer was no, I don't. And then I just had this enormous weight. Like I still remember the day. I remember the feeling. Mm -hmm. It's like I had the weight of the world taken off my shoulders and I just felt so free. And basically I was so trapped within that paradigm yeah i didn't even know i didn't know it existed and that's the whole and similarly for you you grew up in this paradigm where it was very important to be smart intelligent Mm. very important to be socially uh, extremely um good socially and the the life of the party Mm. and those would have been values that you would have always grown up to be thinking that this is what it means to be a good human this is what mm. it means to have value or have and, a be a successful human yes be, be an su- ex- be an accept and for me you know and for everybody be an accepted and belong to you exactly uh, one exactly. that belongs and doesn't have a yes. risk of being cut out from yes. the tribe because those were the values in the tribe that you yeah, grew up in in my family yeah exactly, exactly. and then that continued into a traditional life Mm. of going into a respectable job as you said getting educated in the educational system speech and language which would then depict as you said all of the values that were important so by you going into that job you automatically had the status in the world that you were intelligent that you were respectable that you were given value in the community exactly and that you were good socially so that was it's so we just fall into these patterns of thinking because of the tribe that we're in and what roshin and i are trying to talk about today is how mm. do we take conscious control of mm. the tribes that we are going to be involved in and surround and the people we're going to surround ourselves with because that's really the only power we have mm. once we choose those groups we're going to become those groups exactly and i think I, as well as that, Connor, I'm just thinking, like, I, I'm so glad, even though it's the shittiest thing ever, I'm so glad that I was woke up to, because I honestly think I wouldn't have known, I, I would have still been a little bit back in the willpower thing had, mm. had, had I not had to shift back into a normal workforce yes, and be woke up to that, yeah. that I could still, there do, that you're never changed, no. never think that there is no point where you're going to where you can overcome that shit never (laughs) never and that's why your story is so powerful because you spent 28 years of your life in this paradigm Mm -hmm. and then you broke out of that paradigm that particular tribe when you came working with me and now you're in a completely different tribe Mm. And then you mentioned that you were smug in the sense that mm. you were coaching people. So let's just say this. And let's just give, <laughs> just in case our listeners aren't following us, let's yeah. just talk about this and we'll finish up here and we'll talk about the tribes we want to create. But let's just talk about it in regards to food so people yeah. might kind of grasp conceptually what we're talking about. Yes. If Roisin, for example, um, grew up in a paradigm of food where it's okay to graze, it's okay to snack, it's okay to eat these sugary, fattening foods for the for her whole life. Let's just say that was the tribe that she was mm. in and that was accepted for 28 years. And then she came into a different tribe, which which was a tribe that said, we have different food rules. We don't snack, we mm. eat different foods. 
and we eat more quote-unquote healthy foods, more foods for wellness. When Roshin came into that tribe, that was extremely easy for her because she didn't need to use willpower Mm. to uh, incorporate these new food rules into her life, which were completely different than what she had. And at that same time, she was coaching nutrition and weight loss to women. So she would then coach and the coaching was fantastic, but one complaint Roshin would have to me at that time is what is going <laughs> <Damn> on? <laughs> What's going on with these women that they can't follow simple food rules? That they can't, that, why are they having to snack all day? Why can't they go a day without eating sweets? What is wrong? Yeah. And the reason that Roshin had that I, mindset. I wasn't that much of an asshole. <laughs> no, no, yeah. <laughs> exaggerating. <laughs> I am exaggerating a bit, but I'm trying to just get the yeah, point no, across you're that your yeah. new paradigm at that time was, this is easy. Yeah. But the reason was easy, you pointed out, was because your tribe was me and Ashling, And mm. our life was structured meals, good food, mm-hmm. and it was very easy. And you couldn't then see how other people would couldn't do this but more importantly you couldn't see how you could ever be different your entire entire life and then as life circumstances had it you Mm. then had to go back to speech and language so you left working with me and Ashley you had to go back to you went back to speech and language therapy and now you were back in a different tribe Mm -hmm. you were in a tribe of women who it's very commonplace to eat throughout the day to snack to have these sugary fattening foods that are not necessarily good for your wellness and despite all of the knowledge that you had gained despite all of your experience in the other tribe of well i'm never going to do that again despite all of your coaching you still fell back into some of those behaviors unbelievable and that's why your story is really fantastic because it just shows the power of the group yeah over you and the only way to get, and I find it's so funny, Connor, because I'm actually only coming out of that now two years later. So I feel like, and again, and we'll talk about that, but like the only reason I, there was a readiness. Um, it took me a long time. I had an, a, a, a bud, I got one buddy within that work system that mm. helped me, or that that I I was able to start one one of my one of my healthy food behaviors which was go off sugar and that Mm. has helped now I feel I'm back on I'm getting to where I was but it's again it was only because I had some help (laughs) I had a a mini tribe I created a mini tribe within the other tribe but some yes but that's it's taken me this length to two years to get mm. some 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 element of the old tribe back it's mm. just the way it's been but yeah. yeah no that's great that's brilliant so what do you think then i if you have time i'd really like to talk briefly about some of our yes. ideas about consciously building your tribes yeah let's do, do you have it. time to do that or what yeah. do you think yeah all right so what i mentioned here near the start of this was the way i see this roshin it's really encompassing you can't really your tribe mm. is your tribe but i still think that you and i have our personal so right now you and i are a tribe of two mm. it's you you and i that's our little tribe yeah and obviously we have different 
influences outside of you and I, like work influences and friends and stuff, but you and I are the tribe of two. And what we want to cultivate now is we want to create a tribe in our physical life and we also mm. want to create this digital tribe with the Knowledge mm. College. And in our so if we take our physical life, Roisin, what we, Roisin and I are trying to do now and what we're working towards is to surround ourselves with people who have similar values that we do so that it's very much easier for us to uphold those values. Mm. So let's talk about that in terms of two simple ones. We're going to talk about that in terms of food and in terms of movement. Mm. And Roshan and I obviously are hugely involved with these things because that's our other project that we do to healthy coaches. So mm. in terms of food then, what Roshan, what we have to do is we have to reach out, as I said, to people who have similar values than us in mm. terms of food. And we need to figure out where those people are, how we surround ourselves with those people, how we, how do we get in touch with them, how can we create events, a community events. Just yes. how do we do that is something we need to use our brains <coughs> around. Mm. <coughs> Excuse me. And... Um, we don't really have any ideas right now. Right now, we're just going to farmers markets when we can. We're kind of just buying food from trusted sources. Mm. We're sourcing. We are. We have done our research and where the best food is, mm. but we're not really involved in a community as such in terms of food. And that's something that we'll definitely have to think about at least. Yes. Is that something that we need? Now, that may not be something that you and I particularly need, Roisin, because mm. maybe it's just if we've got a tribe of two, mm. then the food environment, the food culture that you and I cultivate is mm. perfectly enough. We'll, you know, that's something that we'll just continue to think about. Yeah, exactly. And it might be that we don't need a bigger, but we will see. And, yeah, we'll see. You know, the idea is if you want to create a behavior mm. then try and reach out for a tribe that will and that's not to say that. we won't maybe we will start looking at it's just where our life have been has been so far like that mm. is we might start looking at um you know the let's say cool and our organic farm maybe mm. we'll connect with them find exactly. out you know what other local goods are around and and create that tribe and see how yeah. we swap and what exactly exactly Maybe an easier. Sorry, now I have a bit of an itchy throat today. But maybe an easier, <laughs> maybe an easier, maybe an easier one to talk about is actually movement. Yeah. And in regards to movement, or what many people call exercise, what you and I want to do is to um, join tribes that facilitate movement that we want to be involved with, mm. and that may be something like yoga, Pilates, dance. <clears throat> we want to go to those to test out meet different people who are on the same wavelength as we are in terms of the movement that we want to to do in our bodies and exactly yeah there may be not in a, a brain of like let's just sweat it out and do bad movement for our joints we want to do good movement about longevity mm. about our as you as you said fit 
freedom in your fitness yeah. etc yeah. actually you know what Roshan I, mm. I was a little bit slow there over the last five minutes I mm. for, totally forgot about this mm. you can nearly forget about everything I just said basically you, ca- you mean you can't but basically let me mm. get to the real point that I've just realised what Roshan and I have been thinking about for a long time is to create or to facilitate a physical wellness centre Mm. And that can just be a local community centre where so we're going to try this. Obviously, right now we're in the midst of COVID-19. So things mm. aren't open. Things aren't available. So no social, social gatherings. No social <laughs> gatherings. But if you what we want to do is to facilitate, as I said, a wellness centre and a lo- we can just use a local community centre. We're going to see what that means. Right now we're thinking meet up once a week. Mm. And within that little meetup group Mm. we can do a little we can do maybe a movement session we can then talk about food and people can either bring food or they can talk about a farmer that they met or Mm. a gardener that they know or or sorry not a gardener um some type of vegetable grower that they know or they can tell us where they're getting their eggs it's basically yeah exactly in source and a few things yeah so i think this is often called a food co-op or food Mm. cooperative but we don't just want to have it based around food we want to have it based around wellness which it also includes socializing and also just having a meetup of people who have similar interests gives you a lot of energy towards that interest Mm. so yeah i was stumbling there roshan obviously we're not preparing these podcasts right now Mm. so they're more brainstorms but i was stumbling around what i was actually trying to get to Mm. and that's more what i was trying to get to and that's something that we're definitely going to exactly and you as you said connor we need and that's what and and it and that even doesn't seem that hard as in like we're that's the thing and even before covid19 clamped down you know, we went to the local community centre and saw, you know, that was cheap enough to mm. maybe do the get get the haul for an hour and use it. And, you know, if you, we had a couple of friends that might be interested in joining us and starting off some movement stuff. And, you know, that's where it would start. And they yes. might tell a few other friends and then slowly yes. the tribe would build from there. Yes. But as, as you said, then that would be the epicentre of what would keep, what would basically, I don't want to say use the spell but that makes it um the the everything seamless and effortless and Mm. you know you're attached to that and you only go along with what the tribe are doing and then you've such power from that you know 100 percent exactly roshan and another thing that i just realized there is Mm. that you and i are doing this already yeah but what we're trying to do is to branch out because we have gotten like we have gotten such value from having our little mastermind or our little tribe Mm. and we've learned so much and now we want to branch out and see is there anyone else who wants to live by these principles by these Mm. values and i know there are lots of people out there but Mm. we have our little tribe it works really fantastically well for us and we're just trying to trying to extend that tribe Exactly, and we want, I guess that's it, but Connor, we want people to, it's like this, we want them to experience maybe the learning or the, it's like we we don't want people's lives to be limited, mm. um, you know, we give them a different perspective, let them 
be let's explore outside the box together let's see you know what we can contribute together you know it's it's this we've our lives have been transformed basically to learn and through each other yes. not that it has been easy but it's been the biggest learning yeah. and and awakening and of our 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 existence the thoughts of it not happening is devastating mm. actually that i wouldn't have been have this opportunity and for the rest of my life like i don't imagine if you didn't and i so i feel so much gratitude that I, you know, I met you at 28, so I was able mm. to start this at this that early period of my life, and I, we want everyone else to have that opportunity. You know, absolutely, so, yeah. So that's why we're we want to branch out and, yes. and improve the quality of people's lives and improve the quality. It's not that I know we're not. We don't. It's not that you don't you don't know about. It's mm. not that we're so grandiose to be like, oh, we'll change the world, but at the same time you're trying to contribute in a way that does change things mm. for the better for the world, you know? Yeah. Well, the word you use there, opportunity, is perfect. Yeah. We're not going to force people to do anything. We're going to no. provide some of the environments, learnings and mechanisms that we have in our lives that has changed mm. our lives for the better. Exactly. And that's what the goal and of us, what we're doing is. And the whole point is give people the two, as we said, the tools to think so yeah. that exactly and as you said Connor, that's so right that you reflected back the opportunity word because like it would be so sad if a person at least give them the chance we're yeah. trying to give chances exactly exactly you know yeah and that feeds what you said there thinking tools feeds into the idea behind the knowledge college mm. and basically what Roshin and I are doing here is we're just recording the conversations we have yeah. on a daily basis anyway. Mm, and we have exactly. learned, yeah, we've learned so much. We've got so much uh, content that we've distilled. And this is our little tribe that we're trying to put online and to see, does anyone else want to join up this tribe? Are there people out there who want to have lifelong learning, who want to continue mm. to develop, who yeah. want to be better in their all areas of their lives mm. emotionally mentally spiritually whatever words you want to mm. use do you want to be a part of a group yeah. of people who is constantly striving to learn and improve yeah and that's and, go ahead and be more conscious of them themselves in the world like and even in the healthy coaches everything is we're about you know we want people to develop themselves enough to be you know, really able to bring a child in and to, to the world and create a really healthy, emotionally healthy child, mm. you know, so, and emotionally, physically, everything, you know, so we just want to give people the opportunity to develop now, you know, so, yes. and that, that would have a, have a, a positive effect on, you know, the future children or the future generations. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And that's the second point mm. that I wanted to bring up as well in terms of the healthy mm. coaches is one, the main, there are two main mm. ideas that we have right now, mm. but obviously this is going to evolve. One is more on a personal basis of yourself. How can you improve your life for the better? Yes. But then that also is, is in the realm of your contribute the contributions you can have mm. to either your family or your community or whatever and that's something that 
we're hoping to build a or to facilitate through the healthy coaches is mm. to have conversations with you with others so that mm. you can then figure out how can you contribute the best and as mm. Roshin said there that may mean being the best parent you can be yeah so that you ha- can contribute a healthy environment for your children to grow up in and mm. to flourish or it could be something that you can contribute to your immediate family or your community or to a cause or yeah. to to anything i've segregated those two things in terms mm. of personal development and contribution but really they're the same they happen together mm. and we've just kind of talked a little bit about that today but those are just some of the big ideas we're trying to again all coming back to this idea of tribe and community and I think we've covered a little bit there anyway, Roisin. Mm, yeah. But again, and I, I just want to come back to that. I just think you get, as you said, you get support and you get, I don't know, a, a little bit of almost, it's like the whole, you know, when you're a child, you need to have a secure relationship with your parents and then you're able to explore the world knowing that you have this secure base. And I think that's what yeah. the whole point of the tribe is that, you have a secure base to explore from Mm. and you only it's like uh, on a basic human level we 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 need to feel that or Mm. we won't we can't explore we're not we're not in a vacuum you know this the world is always pushing that like oh you're an individual and it's all about your success and everything is about Mm. you know the more you work yourself it's you no one has any influence over you you decide your destiny and all this kind of lark and Mm. You're ignoring the ba- your basic human. If you just looked back at where you were as a kid, that principle doesn't change. That you need this secure base mm-hmm. to learn and to 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 develop and to, to explore and to take risks from. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and hopefully we can create that, Connor. Yes, that's exactly the <laughs> that's idea: the is to create. Yeah. An environment, I mean, you can safety is important, like that word is important. It sounds a little bit, well, <laughs> childish, right? It's that to me, it sounds a little bit childish, but it's Again, actually, yeah, it's actually yeah. the perfect. It wouldn't, it, it, it's I get actually, what you're saying. It's the it perfect word, though. Bullshit it, individualism, no, to but do. you're no, but you're so right. It is the perfect word because if we get back to the idea of the group. If you don't feel safe with it, if you have a contrarian idea within your group, your group, then you won't feel safe, and therefore you can't express those ideas. Yeah. And we're trying to create that environment of safety to where all ideas can be expressed. Yeah. And we're trying to open our minds to different perspectives, mm. to not have any dogmatic viewpoints. And we can see where we'll see where we go from there. There's no necessarily goal of this. We don't oh. have an overreaching aim that we're working towards. We're just creating a community of hopefully learning development and um, trying to foster that. And we'll see mm-hmm. where we go from there. Yeah. And if, if nothing, Roisin, it's just nice to talk to you anyway, because we're doing it anyway. So we may as well record what we're saying. Well, you're my favorite <laughs> tribe member. I don't need any other. Don't mind that. <laughs> Um, no, that was great. I mean, I think we can wrap it up there. I think so. I think we covered a lot. And I think that if anyone who ever does manage to listen to this, mm-hmm. just to reiterate, the most important part of this is you become 
the tribe. You become your tribe. Mm. And you need to be so aware that in the modern world, your tribe now is not just your physical, the people who are in physical proximity to you. Mm. Whatever you're watching online, your brain can't distinguish mm. between someone who's talking to you online or on YouTube or through a video or on a forum. But if you're watching the TV, if most of your life is spent watching the television, that's your tribe. Yeah. You need to be aware that your brain is getting all of these messages, advertising, media, everything comes in through the brain and your brain doesn't know what's real or not. Mm. It just takes it all together and builds it into the idea of the tribe that you have. So you have to be very mm. careful. You have to be aware of what you're letting into your mind. Yeah. Um, and look, this is something that we're yeah, always going to come pass- back to. Like that's the whole, as you said, Connor, it's not just we think of ourselves as passive. Everything, everything influence you're you, you are you're choosing what you're putting in like at the end of the day nothing is passive as you all said the brain sees everything the brain absorbs everything yeah. it changes your beliefs without that's the problem you're yes. being changed without you being known you're being changed depending yes. on what you're around it just is the yes. way 100 percent, absolutely and another idea that came to mind was mm. we're going to have to do a, a talk on self-discipline because <laughs> i the the idea of self-discipline is nonsense in my mm. opinion because mm. oh, a little laugh, a little laugh. <laughs> uh, because a human being becomes their tribe. That mm. is the basic idea, and there's no self. No, there is no self in a tribe. So, if you have problems with willpower, if there's something that you want to do in your life, obviously the easiest one is nutrition. Let's say, mm-hmm. if because we talked about that already in this podcast, if you are having trouble with your food or your willpower or your mm-hmm. diet or whatever, it's not down to your self discipline. It's down to the tribe that you're mm. that you're within, and that is again. I, I know I'm repeating myself because it's so important. I can't emphasize enough. Mm the enormity of this principle that you're not in control no you are not in control and the sooner you are aware of that the more (laughs) you can be in control Mm. Mm -mm. and the way you do that is by using your willpower using your brain to consciously set up the environment Mm. to become what you want to become exactly what do you think, Roisin? Will we leave it there? I think we'll leave it there, Connor. All right, sounds good. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Thanks to all our thousands of listeners. Millions, <laughs> millions of listeners. Millions at this stage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't know, Connor. We yeah. don't know. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right, so Thanks. let's leave it there. Leave it there. See you again. So See you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.